Hi, welcome to Spiritual Warfare. My name is Teresa. And my name's Kay. We will be reading from the book by Jenny Allen, Made for This. Miss Kay, we're going to start out with Threads of Suffering. Yikes. Ooh. We boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings. Because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. This is from Romans 5, 2 through 4. Out of our pain, we will heal our world. This isn't a trite saying, it is truth. Because whatever we failed to receive as children, we most want to give. So, we don't dig up the past without just cause. We dig up the past because it is some of the most fertile material in our lives. A lot of my friends have compost piles. That's garbage, okay? (laughs) If you don't know what that is, here we go. Yeah. Just picture a pile of rotting food in the corner of your suburban backyard. Any waste in your home that can decompose, you put it out there. Banana peels, pizza crust, coffee grounds. If you're really lucky, you have a pet who contributes his waste. Okay, clear enough? (laughs) Most everyone accompanies their compost pile with a lovingly frugal little vegetable garden. Their compost is the most fertile soil. Miracle grow can't compete with this stuff, so they say. The messiest waste of our lives becomes the most fertile soil. My childhood family was the idyllic picture of my parents' generation of the American dream. My parents were involved socially at the church. They were raising three girls who behaved and appeared to love God. My dad tucked us in every night on his knees and prayed for us beside our beds. But somehow, amid all the good, I grew up feeling like I could never reach an invisible moving mark, and it haunted me. The pain of that chased me into adulthood and seemed to grow, not fade. Approval was oxygen, and many times it felt as if I could not breathe. This particular ache, this chase, contained my greatest fear and my greatest pursuit. Years later, my dad will apologize for the hurts this caused in my childhood. He shared about the hurts from his own childhood, full of similar pressure and inadequacy. Our struggles almost always take root in our childhood, and those struggles can go on to entangle us for our entire lives. Or, if we brave enough to face them, They could be the greatest weapons we have to help set others free. The deepest holes I was working to fill would eventually define what I would most desire to give away to the world. What are your holes? In the very best of stories, there is a moment that is so dark you are unsure how the characters of your own soul will ever recover. Braveheart titanic even peter pan you can't see the road out when everyone is tied up 
and about to die. Very few cruel stories ever leave you there, but the best of the stories always goes there. Changed or crushed. Everyone reading this has tasted some version of suffering. We live in a broken world and it's just overflowing with it. We're all tempted to shut down when the fire gets too hot. But we can do one of two things with suffering. We can absorb it and let it change us, or we can let it crush us. Suffering will change you, or it will crush you. I know people to whom it's done both. Honestly, on a given day, it does both to me at the same time. We're building the stories of our lives, the highest points and the lowest points. Something about the highest points reveals what it is we were made to do that brings God pleasure. But it is trickier to consider that God knew about every single darkness that you would face before you ever faced it. Every single one. He knew it. I don't say that lightly or without a lot of fear and trembling because I know some of you are dealing with unthinkable hurt. God hides here. God didn't let Joseph just be sold into slavery so he could get to Egypt. He had Joseph's brothers do it. (laughs) Yeah. He could have found another way, but God absolutely devastated Joseph. For 20 years, the only people who had really known him before he was a nameless slave wanted him dead. Yeah, that was his brother. (laughs) So Joseph was stuck in a life of slavery in prison. And outside of that life, there was no hope of an earthly family who loved him. A person in prison who has no one on the outside. Not one other person on earth who cares if he's alive. What does that force someone to do? No, I never, I guess I never thought about that, but that's true. He had no No. one. His family hated him. Not his dad. His dad loved him dearly, but the rest of his family, he had no one. Often that person cries out to God and seeks to know him. When you don't have anything or anyone else on earth, all of a sudden God starts looking really good. (laughs) Hmm. Something about us needs to long for heaven. When everything is right and everything works, be honest, we don't long for heaven or for God. We, we just don't. We live differently when we're crushed. Arrogance is born when there's no crushing. We need to want Jesus. God knows that. There's not one part of you that he dismisses. There's not one tear you will ever cry That is not felt deeply by God. But he is not afraid to let us suffer. We can't get away from it. Amen to that, huh? Paul said, We boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings. Because we know that suffering produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope once again from romans 5 2 through 4 before we get bitter and ask how this could happen 
how God could ever say that unimaginable suffering is worth it. Look what Paul made clear in the next verses. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. You see, at just the right time, when we were all still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Paul quickly warns us not to question God's love because God chose the worst kind of suffering because of his love for us. As we begin to process our suffering, remember, you have a Savior who is not who not only understands suffering, but who saved you through it and will use it to build a beautiful story. Wow, any number of feelings may wash over you as you recall your suffering. Let the truth be your anchor. Okay, there's a few questions. I What would you like the listeners to um, ponder next week? Did anyone hurt you? What circumstances were out of your control? When did you feel afraid? And when do you remember crying? Go back and write a couple descriptive words to answer the question. What specifically about the moment was the m- most hurtful to you? Write down a memory like an example, my parents divorced. What hurt? Insecure about future. Because you would be. Your whole family has just broken up. What should we consider, Kay? It is difficult for us to consider God's purposes for our suffering if we are still walking around with gaping open wounds. Are they scars yet or still bleeding? When you look back at these moments, is there still a lot of pain in remembering? I am a big believer in Christian counseling, and that may be an important step in your healing, but no study or book or counselor can do what Jesus can do. He suffered and wants to walk with you through your suffering as the open wounds heal into scars, leaving a memory and a mark, but losing their sting. As you process your dark moments, write a letter to Jesus. If you're angry or sad, that is okay. Be honest and tell him your thoughts on these moments because he knows what you're thinking anyway, so you might as well write it out. Read and reflect. I want to be sensitive to your processing. This step may not be appropriate yet. If you just wrote down things you have never shared with anyone or if, you still, if you're still deeply grieving a loss or abuse, this step may be too difficult right now. So I'm giving you permission to lay it down, whether for months or years, and seek healing from God with the help you need from others. If you are ready to move forward, devote some time to figuring out how you can best interact with these questions. Some of you are verbal processors and others are internal processors. You can take this step by yourself or with family or with a friend. Rewrite a list 
of each moment you shared, then beside it, write how the moment has played a part in shaping you. Write down some possible ways God could use each experience to help someone else. We're going to wrap it up there today. And next time we will talk about why do we suffer? Thanks for stopping by. Have a great week. God bless you.